This dude says it's boom, this dude is like, what? We just don't swim like that. That's just the bottom line. It's not as an attractive sport as basketball or tennis or some of the other sports. What we talking about individual, individual sports. Not that swimming is not popular. It's very popular. So, Chilos. But, I mean, I, I, I've been appreciating that. This is, I think, the first day of uh, track and fields. So that's kind of what I'm paying attention yeah, to. Yeah, the track and field is the event, bro. It's usually the main event. Oh, yeah, we love the track and field. Adrian Wilson. I just wish our girl would have got up in there, man. They want to do her like that. With the weed and shit. about Richardson? Yeah, how you, what's your feelings on that? You know, everybody's always asking me <laughs> how I feel about that. I'm tired of the bullshit. Everybody smoke weed now. <laughs> like, I don't remember the last time weed gave you an advantage to run. As a matter of fact, it might slow you down. <laughs> but you know what it is? The rules are the rules. I can't believe they say it gave her an advantage. Well, it's not that it gave it an advantage, it's just that she didn't abide by the rules. And I understand her mother died, you know about that situation where, you know, she was grieving. She had she didn't have a close relationship with her mom. And I understand that, but the rules are the rules, you know what I'm saying? If you know that you're going to, you know, you already went through the trials and all that, and you know you're going to, you know, Tokyo for the Olympics, I can't be smoking a weed, bro. I'm not going to blow my chances. <laughs> I'm not going to blow my chances. I can't be smoking a weed, bro. After I win the medal... I smoke. She feel like a motherfucker. <laughs> you know my, you know my drug, man. You know my, I love the psychedelics, man. I love that shrooms, bro. Oh, dude, you wild. What? So, have you ever taken shrooms? Have I? That shit. Have you had that? Have you ever? No, I'm scared, bro. Yeah, we gotta do that shit together, bro. I'm scared, bro. We can sit laughing this moment. That's one of the shit I'll be crying. <laughs> bro, that shit will have me seeing stars and shit. Bro, shrooms <laughs> is the best. Hey, you talk about peaceful. That's like, bro. My first time. My, I my, bro, my brother, my brother did shrooms. Who, Andre? Nah, 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 nah. Marcus did shrooms. That shit was peaceful and shit. You know, we musicians, so he, it's a loosening. You see musical notes in the yeah. air and shit. Why you listening to music? Wild shit, bro. Yeah, I, I, yeah, bro. That shit's on another level. Yeah, that shit's on another level. Yeah, the way I am right now, nigga, I might need like, that like, shit. Like, bro, on some real, we did shrooms. We walked Crowder's Mountain, bro. Yeah, nigga, we will, we, we will be like the trees, nigga. Literally, I'm there, be him keeping a, a stack with you. Nigga, we don't the trees, nigga. Literally. I'm telling you right now, bro. If I listen to music while I'm taking shrooms, I might sit up. You're turning to 50, the, Yo, I might have a fucking R&B concert up in this bitch. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like I'll be bright. We night for real. For real. For real. The thing I love about shrooms, it puts you in 5D. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Right now, we're on the podcast. We're talking about sports. We're 3D. Mm-hmm. But, like, shrooms put you, like, at a 5D spiritual level. To me, it's I more heard. of a spiritual type of, like, psych- psychedelic. That's what most people say, yeah. It's more of a spiritual drug. It ain't something you're going to get addicted to. Right. Something you just got to have all the time. Right. Something you, you want to just be in the fifth dimension. Right. Like you want a spiritual. It takes you there, you're saying. Like it takes yeah, spiritually, it takes you to another level. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you see... The things that, the, like, if you're a spiritual person, you see the spirits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I heard. I, I know I've seen it. My brother did it twice, so he told I me. I did that shit three times, bro. 
Yeah, yeah, my first time, it. I was fucking tripping. But it's I, a trip. It's a, it's a trip for real. Yeah, it's a trip for real. But the second time in, I was like, yeah, I like this shit. I might do that shit for my birthday, bro. Yeah, man, I'm with that shit. We go to we go to Vegas. I told you that already. Yeah, I know. Yo, you gonna get. I, I, plus, I might need it. It might be therapeutic for me anyway, bro. See, I got shit it. I'm going through. The shroom. Now I'm not going to fuck with that shit. Mike Tyson fuck with that toad shit. I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> I ain't fucking with that, bro. I ain't fucking with that. You know yo, what I'm talking about? Well, the toad. I, yo. You right? <laughs> the nigga said he did the toad. Because, you know, it's like a... It's, I know, it's, I heard. poisonous toad. They take, like... The shit off the toad. Like, it's like this toxin. The toxins off the toad. Yeah. And it gets you... Fucking high as a bitch, man. They ain't fucking with that shit, man. <laughs> Hell nah, dog. Hello, yeah, you know that shit was strong. The shit told Mike Tyson to get back in the ring and shit. This nigga, this nigga lose like a hundred pounds. This nigga, this nigga get down to like two. No, I ain't fucking with that. I ain't fucking with that. That shit made Mike Tyson get back in the ring, nigga. I ain't fucking with that. This nigga stupid, bro. <laughs> I ain't fucking with that, bro. <laughs> I'm good, bro. Yo, where would the, where the hell you get that from, though? Like, yo, it's some it's some toad in like in like Malaysia or like somewhere in Asia. It's this toad that has these uh, neurotoxins mm -hmm. or this type of toxins in it, and they use it to hallucinate and get get you high. They get you fucked up. Yeah, and it's called toad. And it's it puts you in another. Okay, it's I see. You it's like yeah. you know some next to mint, some five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Five D shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit, dog. This nigga Mike Tyson <laughs> did the toes, bro. This nigga, the shit was talking to this nigga. Say you going back in the ring. Nigga said he was high. The toes said you're gonna fight again. He said, look, I got in shape. Yo, yeah, bro. for for some shit like that. Yeah. To change your life like that? Nah, I ain't fucking with that. Wait, wait. I ain't fucking with that. But when, when, what fight was this though? When he fought Roy Jones. He was on, yo, he said. Oh, you talking about recently? Yes. He was on some toad shit? Yes. Oh, I ain't know that. Yo, we go, we, we, we go <laughs> on YouTube. I'll let you hear this nigga. This nigga was tripping, dog. Like, he did toad and he said, yo, I want to fight again. No, I, I remember that part, but I didn't know he was on something. Somebody he wasn't did. on drugs when he fought Roy Jones, but he did toad before he lost all that weight. Cause he wanted to fight again. I got you. So he said the toad was like a spiritual awakening and it made him want to get back in the ring. I said, if this shit make that nigga lose 100 pounds and get back in the ring, I ain't fucking with that. I'm good. Oh, shit. I'm good. I ain't fucking with that. This nigga said, I, I ain't never even heard of that shit before, ever. I mean, <laughs> I ain't fucking with that. The master smoke it and it hits the boom. Yeah, I'm gone. I ain't gone. I don't know where I'm in another dimension. Yeah. I am gone. I have no body. I have nothing. I have my energy. You don't exist, but you do. I'm getting a thousand years of information within 15 minutes. Yeah. So you imagine how fast it's coming to me. A thousand years, it's coming at you, it's fast, everything. And um, I said, I'm dead, I fucked up. 
fucked up. I guess um, I was trying to prove something. <laughs> I handled this drug and it killed me. I fucked up. And so, um, I was just dead. Everything I would love, my children, my wife, my family, anything I would love, my friends, they didn't exist. I never thought about them. Never mentioned them, and they, they never exist in my world anymore. I had nothing but me. What happened? Excuse me, huh? And what happened? Um, in that in that particular situation, um, I just woke up. And after you shut, is that when you stopped using cocaine? Because you yeah, yeah, it really yeah, stopped you from doing it, right? Stop using drugs. Stop drinking. Stop being that. I didn't want to do that anymore. So I did that. So I took another hit of the toad. Yes. What happened? My second um, second My time was um, mm. it was smoother. Yeah. It wasn't as, um, so I did it recently too. Yes, I did it all together. I must have did it five times. Wow. Oh shit. That's intense. <laughs> yeah. Almost oh, over a period of time. Yeah, over a period of time. Yeah. And what do you think is the biggest impact it's had on you? It, you just um, it, 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 um, it attacks your consciousness. It does. Told you don't want to do fucked up shit. You're really weird. Really this is going to put me in the wrong direction. I don't want to go that direction. You only want to improve yourself and. And you want to understand yourself. You want to understand this. And I, re- and I think in life, people, if they never get living their life, they never get a chance to understand who they are and what they are, I think it's a waste of their life. I agree with you. I mean, you know, not have self-awareness. I mean, one of the beautiful things about you, Mike, again, you're getting all these comments, but it's true they're sincere, is your self-awareness, right? Your, your ability to see who you were and your ability to step out of that and choose who you want to become. And a lot of people have a hard time doing that. My experience was, I mean, it was they, they told me in advance, they go, this is very intense stuff, which again, immediately pulled me in, right? I, I don't use drugs of any sort, I never have. I've been, honestly, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I'm, I'm not a prude, it's just... What made you want to do Well, because my family, my mother, who's probably the one influenced, not probably influenced me the most, I love her dearly, and huge influence in my life, but she used prescription drugs and alcohol, abused them both, and she was crazy to beat my head against the wall until I bled and poured <laughs> no. liquid soap down my throat until I threw up saying I was lying and I wasn't Yo, and I'm not, I heard I'm not enough, being dragged to her towards her she's passed and I didn't talk about this time she passed me pause this shit bro <laughs> it said pause this shit Yo, go ahead bro go this, ahead I don't even know what to say right now I just need to stop so the toe I, t- I told I, you you said, you said the toe I, I, I said it already what I'm saying is is that this shit seems like it's like shrooms like times a hundred. I'm not fucking with this. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck with the shrooms, bro. See, I, I fuck with the psychedelics. Nah, I know you. You always talking about that. You know shit. what I'm saying? I don't fuck that with the weed. I don't shit. fuck with the, the yeah. But the, weed makes you more. It's, you know, it's, yeah. It's medicinal, but it's more like it's like me, laid back, chill. Laid back, but like me, I'm your emotional ass, nigga. Yeah, psychedelics, bro. I need it. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what it is? Yeah, I'm a thinker. I'm a deep thinker. See, I, that's the problem. So psychedelics, yo, it puts me... I, I told you, I was in the 5D. Right. You know I what I'm saying? You, yeah. That's why, like, I'm a Hebrew Israelite. I believe in Jesus Christ. But I do believe in the universe. I do believe in, like, energy. I believe in that. I yeah. believe in that shit. I, that I do believe in that. I believe, like, God did give people gifts. And that, like, people that are tarot readers and can tell you things before they happen... And you're living it. Yeah. I believe they're in, in the 5D. They are gifted with the 5D realm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like the original realm, you know, like the Bible talks about the three heavens. Right. It's, a, it's dimensions to like everything in life. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Even the way we think, it has three levels. Right. So it's like when you do psychedelics, 
it puts you to the fifth dimension. You know what I'm saying? The higher, the highest consciousness. Right. Like Mike Tyson just talked about the fucking toad gave this nigga a thousand years of information, bro. How is that possible? That shit I is mean, amazing, bro. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, shit yeah, is yeah. like, like, what? So do you believe, I mean, obviously you believe that to be true. You've, you've experienced it with the, a little bit with the shrooms. But how is it possible you get all the information in such a short period of time? I guess because it takes you to a place where, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it takes you to the most, the most highest subconscious. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. And I do believe there's foods. Like why why do you why do you why do we call things superfoods? Superfoods, yeah. Because it takes us it takes our bodies, it nutritionalizes our bodies to the highest level. Yeah. So when you're dealing with something like psychedelics, like shrooms, it takes your consciousness to the highest level. The highest level. So you might be seeing the things in the fifth dimension. Like the Bible talks about angels, demons, it talks about mm -hmm. all those things. Now we can see these things because we're in the fifth dimension, we're in the fifth realm. It's like an out of, it's like an out of body experience. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the Mayans, they if you talk about the drugs they did, they worshipped the sun god. They was fucking with plants and fucking with like frogs and all and that. All that. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they take them to the to the every civilization, Egyptians. Come on, man, Egyptians yeah. was on that shit. Right. Like the fifth dimension, the highest level of consciousness. Right. So, I think every civilization had an experience with the highest level of consciousness. I believe that. And I think now, as humans, we kind of like, because of religion, right. we kind of like put ourselves in a box. Right, I see we, we, we don't yeah. allow ourselves to go to the highest level. Like you, right. you're a personal trainer. To get the best results for your body, you go to the white. Highest you go level, to the right. highest you level. You push your body you to, push the, your body to right. the highest level. But yeah. like, in today's society, like society, like the governments like all around the world want us to like, Keep our mind stagnant, keep our spirit stagnant. Right. But there are things that God put on Earth to take us to the next level, take us to the highest. So you level think a lot of these stuff, like we talking about the toad with this shit and shrooms and other things, even weed to a lesser extent, they're like considered taboo, like in our like United States, our American culture, it's like shunned upon, especially absolutely. It, yeah, because they don't want us to reach our highest potential mentally. Like, I, what do they say? Like, scientifically, we only lose 10% or 12% yeah, of our brain. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, if there's something like toad that can give you a thousand years of your own, your DNA, your, your mitochondrial DNA information, it can take you back a thousand years. That's crazy. It's yeah. like, yo, they, they taking a, they, yeah, they keeping a lot of yeah. shit from us. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? They right. keeping a lot of things from us. Like, look at Nikola Tesla. He studied, he was really deep into, like, Egyptian history right. Egyptian hieroglyphs because like the Nile River people don't even understand the Nile River produced energy the water in the Nile River conducted energy mm -hmm. in, in in the pyramids mm -hmm. like this is to this day like why do you think the Greeks destroyed the library of Alexandria right why did they destroy it because it had the forbidden knowledge right I see yeah right. which could be dangerous right so it's like even like government society wants to control the highest level of consciousness. Mm. That's why they don't like the so-called thing, free thinkers. Right. They don't want us to be. And you're free definitely thinkers. a free thinker, bro. Oh hell yeah. We we know how you. <laughs> oh hell yeah, I'm a free thinker, man. <laughs> right, like right, right. like me, like like I don't I don't like smack on people that's Democrat or Republican, but I think like I like how you address your political views, right? 
Yeah, we had this conversation. And, and, and I always like the way you said, yo, I'm objective. Like, right. you, you're in the gray area, you operate in the gray area, and it's like people like me operate in the black or white area, right? So right. I need brothers like you because it's like... We, but we meet, though, in the we, middle. And we meet in the saying? middle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's like you said, like, look, it's, good, it's a good thing being, you know, pro progressive. And also it's a good I thing see a conservative, conservative yeah. view. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you, but you also said both of them keeps us stagnant. Yeah. Because we're not independently thinking right. and, and from... I think both you and I, we big on... Yeah, man. Thinking. I think that's why we have the podcast. That's why we... Yo, we, we talk more offline than we do on the podcast. Because you and I, we debate, we argue, but I think the good thing about us is that we both agree to disagree, and we also agree on the things that we agree. Like, you know what? We are, we are both independent thinkers. We don't always coincide with... Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We don't coincide with just the... Or conform with the modern, you know what I'm the saying? The modern, the status quo. And you know, you know, you know what I like about being an independent thinker? People that are independent thinkers are entrepreneurs. Right. They're entrepreneurs. They're, natu they're natural entrepreneurs. Because they're independent thinkers. They have independent ideas. They have an idea. And what they do, they progressively go after the idea that they independently thought of they 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 progress to something of a thought right because they're thinking independently from what being a worker right, right. exactly like we're we're we're, we're already we're yeah 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 like you know the government we're, we're, we're trained, trained we're, we're trained, trained yeah, and yeah, indoctrinated yeah. right to work for a living right but not living to work you know what i'm saying it's like the opposite like it's like they want us to live to work right they don't want us to work to live. Right, I see what you're saying. So when you're an entrepreneur, you work to live. <laughs> so like, if That's I'm an entrepreneur, point. That's a good point, yeah. I work to live a lifestyle. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm a worker, right. I live to work. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a distinction between it's the definitely two. definitely a distinction. You know what I'm saying? I, and I agree with you, but I feel like that's one of the reasons why you and I, we kind of linked up because even when I first met you, we had these conversations. Yeah, we talk about sports, boxing, basketball, all that. But I think one of the things that kind of brought us together was independent thinking. We talked about religion. We talked about God. We talked about divinity. We talked about any and everything. And I think that's what brought us, you know what I'm saying? That's what brought the connection because you know how I am. I'm very objective. But I listen to what you're saying. Even if I disagree, I don't care about that shit. I might have my position. You might have yours. But I always, I always try to respect people's views. You know what I'm saying? Now, I may not agree with it. I'm going to tell you, I don't agree with that shit. But, <laughs> but, I know. but I'm open to listening to it as long as it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, yeah. a, you're a very highly intellectual, intellectual, smart guy. You really are. Like, I give you a lot of credit. Like, I read, but you read, read. Like, you are a very highly smart guy, and I, and I have respect for that. I don't agree with everything, but I do respect your intelligence. I appreciate it. You see what I'm saying? Like, because I learn from you just like you learn from me. I think that the world goes around. God intended for us to be here so we can learn from each other. This is not a situation where we are put on an island by ourselves. I feel like there's no way the world can go around without people. Absolutely. This is where you know what I'm saying? I love, I just want to get this out because you, you're killing it on all cylinders. Like, this is where... I think it matters when people say, what is it saying? It's not better 
is different. Mm. Like the way we think, it doesn't mean we think better than people. We just think differently. Differently, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We yeah. think differently on subject matter. Right. Or subjects at hand. Yeah. Like that's 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 like turn up a notch for the for the fans. It's kinda like relationships, right? Yeah. But when people think of relationships, they always think of it as men and women. <clears throat> but relationships are so much broader. More, more it's yeah. It's broader than that because like your relationships outside your marriage, your relationships outside your relationship mm, yeah. can help a relationship. Yeah. Like say because I have a, a problem when I'm going through at home, if I'm a married man or I'm a single man or I'm engaged, right? Right. My relationships outside of the most important relationship I have right. can dictate how I can navigate to make my relationship better. Because if you have people that are supportive of mm. you, yeah. And if you're open to them and you trust them, then they can help you navigate through your most important relationship I, I with yeah. your partner in life. Yeah. I see but you gotta have good relationships right. outside the most important relationship right. because people that care about you are gonna give you information to help but your most so, important relationship. It's so crazy because every facet of your life is is grounded on relationships, whether it be business relationships. We talked about this before, personal relationships. Professional, it's always about relationships. Who you know, who knows you. It's always about relationships in general, especially in business. You know how we, we talked about that before. But relationships are very important. Like, for example, like our relationship. Like, it's important for us to continue to develop our relationship, even though I, I've known you, it feels like I've known you for years, but it's been what? 2019? 18, I think we met. 18 or 19, yeah. Yeah, yeah we yeah. met. But relationships are important, man. Like, I feel like it's important to build on relationship, whether it be professional whether it be personal because that's really the the foundation of life bro like you know what i'm saying Absolutely. like foundation of business foundation of relationships because like you said you help me through my personal relationship with you know girlfriend fiance wife whatever it is and i do the same for you just like your relationship with your mom your it, i think it all correlates like you said you know what i'm saying it's important cuz yeah. it's all about people it relationships is. about people. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You know, moms, dads, uncles, because cousins, whatever. Like, like, like the Bible says, man. The Bible is, I think it's the Proverbs or Psalms. talks about, you know what I'm saying? So you might have more of a family member outside your family. Yeah. You might have more of a brother than your own he brother. He said there's a brother that's, he said there's a friend that sticks closer to a brother. The, 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 yeah. That, that's Proverbs. That's, 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 that's Proverbs. Proverbs, yeah. That, and you know what I'm saying? That's real because it's like, the most beautiful thing is about relationships outside of family is sometimes you gotta have a closer friend yeah. or a counterpart than your own blood. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. gotta have that outside your family because we're often so biased with family. Yeah. And we can be so clannish that it stunts our growth. Because what you learn in your household is what you believe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but when you go into true. the world, like right. that's let's talk about New York City. Yeah, that's like you from, from Long you from Long Island, right? Yeah. So if you stayed in your borough and you stayed in your household, right. what you've been taught in your household is what you believe. Right. But when you go out to the concrete jungle, Real world, you go yeah. to the Bronx, right. you go to Brooklyn, yeah. you go to Harlem, what you've been taught and what you believe it's, 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 might be different. It's different, yeah. When you go to the world. And, and honestly, I, I feel like in my experience, that's what I've done. I evolved because I feel like I've grown. In, I, I grew up in a very strict religious household, but I've seen so much more, and I've grown since then. Like for example, like in my previous marriage and relationship that I had, bro, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I've learned so much 
good and bad. Like even from you, you know when yo when I met you, bro, I was going through the shit. You already know what it was. You already know already. You already know what it already. was. Already. But you helped me see a different side. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said before, I evolved learning from that relationship. Like learning from the mistakes that I made. You know what I'm saying? The mistakes that my partner made, and then I grew from that. You know what I'm saying? Not trying to replicate or duplicate the same mistakes over and over again. But some of my ideology and my perspectives changed because of my experiences. You know what I'm saying? With friends, family, outside of my, my marriage that I had. Because you got to think about it. You know, I was in a marriage that was a little difficult because it's like I didn't have a lot of friends. I wasn't, I won't say allowed, but it was difficult to cultivate relationships outside of my marriage because when you're with the person, it's like, it's only about that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's only about the relationship. And I'm thinking like, I never, I always feel like when you're in a marriage, it should, you should have a life outside of your marriage. It shouldn't just be about your partner. It should be about you still having an individual life within your marriage. You still have friends and family and whatever, other than just pleasing your spouse. And I feel like I had a struggle with balancing that out because I'm like, I just got to please my spouse. But, bro, I have friends outside of that. You know what I'm saying? Homies, brothers, cousins, whatever. And I feel like that's one of the things I th that gets lost with marriages is that some marriages, they fucking put a stranglehold on other relationships where you can't grow or cultivate those other relationships because you're so worried about marriage. And I get it. It's important to have a marriage and grow and together and all that. But for me... It shouldn't just be about marriage, and that's it. You should have friends outside of your marriage. You know what I'm saying? And it gives you a breath of fresh air. Like, you know what? I'm going back to my wife or my husband. You can't just have your wife or husband. That's it. <laughs> you know, I don't think that God intended for us to have one relationship. There's so many people on this earth. You have brothers and cousins and, and, and other people that you can learn from and grow from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just Absolutely. felt like I was fucking trapped in a situation where it was just that and I, I knew nothing else outside of that and I, that wasn't something I felt comfortable with you know what I mean you know what I'm saying I, I probably w we wouldn't have this podcast I wouldn't have a relationship with you with the, the way I do if I didn't get out that situation I'd still be fucking trapped you know what I mean so for me it was a uh, I feel like a level of maturity for me to be able to walk away and feel like you know what there's something greater for me than just that you know what I mean and well, that's how I feel about it. Well said. I, I look at it like, listen, I, that's well said because the way I see, like, I was married, and it's like, the good thing is, the cool thing is about my ex-wife is that she will tell me how she feels about my friends. Right. But she will never talk me out of continuing the friendship with them. Oh, I see it never yeah, was a yeah, problem yeah. if I wanted to go out with my friends. It never was a problem me going out. Right. She never was the type of wife that had to just cling to me and say, you need to spend time with me. Yeah, yeah. You need to be home. Gotcha. No, nah, she was like, yo, shit, go, go ahead, do you. Right. And we, we really had an open relationship, not open like. But I know people, what you mean, like open. You know, not, like, not, not, yeah, 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 like we was open like if you're going out of town with your cousin. Right. You're going to the club in D.C. with your friends. I never had to worry. Right. I never had to. I never really thought about what she could do. Right. It never crossed my mind because she never gave me a reason to think she would like. She was like that. Right. So it's like I totally agree with what you said, man. Like you have to have a counterpart that I think security, man, is a security, very important yeah. attribute in a yeah. relationship because it's like 
if one party is insecure and the other party does is is secure with them within themselves, then you have a dilemma as into proving yeah. proving right. yourself worthy and proving yourself of not being what is compiled based on feelings. Yeah. Like you for instance, Brian McKnight looking ass nigga. <laughs> Attractive guy, right? Six five, attractive guy. Right. She might think that you smacking on every ass to come your way. Right. That's the, Even that's if the, I'm not. If yeah. if you're not. Yeah. So now you you're constantly trying to what's the word? Reassure that it's nothing like that. And no, I'm just going out. I'm just yeah. with friends. I'm just like that's that's a very toxic relationship. It's tough, man. Because you're you're constantly trying to it's like you're constantly have to give somebody affirmation. Right, I see what you're And you only should, you, affirmation should only be in one sentence. My actions. Right. You, affirm, you, you have affirmation based on how I treat you, based on what I do. Not based on what you can't see. Right, exactly. You know I, I agree with that. I, I think mean, women struggle with that more than probably men. Probably more than men. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. It's just like for me, man, I've always been accountable, man. I've always kind of lived in integrity. It's just that it's tough because when you're with a counterpart or your spouse or whatever that question every move that you make, question your behavior, it's just, it's t- even when it's not warranted, like, you have no proof of this. You have no evidence that I'm doing this. But it's, it's very tough because it's like, yes, you're right. I'm a good-looking guy and all that. But, like, if I'm with you, I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have nothing to worry about. But having to reassure a person every day, every hour, having to worry about their insecurities, it's tough, bro. Like can't have a relationship like that a relationship cannot exist on insecurity it can't and it's like like you was talking about earlier it, it can't man and you know what a lot of people like me i put myself out there like i'm in therapy for a lot of reasons most of the reason why i'm in therapy is because i've always battled within myself I always second guessed what i bring to the table or what i might not have that the next man have but, you know, going to therapy, man, I've learned, like, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. When you compare yourself, man, you rob yourself of your joy in life. Right. Like, your joy truly comes from what you love about yourself. Yeah. If you can't find nothing to love yourself for, you will forever compare what you don't have. Right, what that you don't you have. Believe right, right, right. What someone has more than you have. You're right. I agree with that. You and know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, it's not about that, man. It's like, I have had more peace knowing that I have more than what I thought to bring to the table that can't be bought. Right. And we live in a society, like, I'm not knocking Kevin Samuels. I'm not knocking the Manosphere uh, podcast, Fresh and Fit, Coach Greg Adams, Kevin Samuels, uh, Alpha Male Strategies. Shout out to all those guys. Yeah. But there's a certain type of toxicity that they're putting in the atmosphere to just help men to uh, attract women. Like, if you can't attract a person based on your individuality, and you have to use tactics to enlighten a person's interest in you, that's not... Authentic. I see what you're like, saying. Like, for real, you could be a dork, a geek. See, I and, and again, and, and I'm not trying to minimize or 
mischaracterized women who grow up with their fathers, but just notice the women who grow up without active fathers compared to women who have active fathers in their life. There is a specific... It's a significant difference. You know it. You know, you've dated. And I definitely see the difference between women who have no fathers in their life actively and women who, women who do. It, it tells us the, the um, relationship or it gives us the idea of the relationship a woman would have with a potential male mate as opposed to a woman who have, does not have a relationship with her father. They typically, statistically struggle in their relationship with men. And their thoughts. Well, you could say that. Not all of them are. Most of them are thoughts. They ain't got a daddy, they thoughts. All right, I ain't going to go that far. I'm going to go that far. I'm going to go that far because I'm going to go that far. Because think about it, right? Yeah. A young girl that had her daddy all her life, even if the parents didn't work out, but her dad was always present. Right. There's a certain moral compass and moral aspect that she's going to have about herself. And because she has that moral compass and she has a, a high regard of, of just morals for her body, for her, her, yeah, yeah, her yeah. work ethic and what she wants or what she wants to attract is because she doesn't want to disappoint the number one person that she looked up to, her father. Her father. So or, women or also often even, date women often date yeah. men that are compared to the men they knew all their or life. Their father or even their uncle or their brother. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. There's a difference even with a woman who has a bigger brother or a younger brother, but particularly an older brother, and a father. They typically know how to communicate with a man because they grew up with men in their homes, in their households, right? They have relationships with men, whereas women who grow up with no men in their life, they tend to struggle more. That's just a known fact. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like as men, the first question we should have when we're dating is asking them, who were their father figures? Do you have active men, active relationship with men in your life? Because it does tell us that you are familiar with how men think. think. I think that's the biggest thing. Understanding with men, understanding how men think and relating to that. Or at least being somewhat like what? Sympathetic but, to... But let women tell it, they know how we think. But I'm like, if y'all know how we think, why are relationships so, so damn difficult? But let them tell it, they know how we think. Right, I see what you're saying. I'm like, you sure? Right. Men and women think differently. We know that, man. We, what do they say? Men are from Mars, women, women are from, from Venus. Venus. I think there's legitimacy to that statement because women are emotional creatures. They think differently based on their emotional impulses, whereas men are a little bit more... Logical. Logical. Some men. I don't know about you, though. Uh, yeah, I ain't that logical, dog. Yeah. Some men are emotional. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, ain't gonna, I knew that was coming. I ain't gonna deny that one. I ain't gonna deny that one. Man. But in general, women are tend to be a little bit more emotional, whereas men are more logical and probably a little bit less emotional. So it's a little bit of difficult level of um, what are we talk about uh, love language communication is it, it can be challenging. But like you said, I think it's important that when you're when you're a young man who's raised by a woman. You're, you're put at a little bit of a disadvantage, but you also have a little bit of an advantage because you're in tune with, like with my mother growing, growing up. The divine feminine. Right. You're, you're familiar with how women think, how they feel. You know what I'm saying? So I'm connected to that in a way, but I still had a hard time with women. 
I think like you know what I'm saying. I ain't gonna be on no Kevin Samuel shit. Then we gonna wrap this up. You feel me? Yeah. I think like Kevin Samuel say a lot of good shit, but it's the way he said, and it's not internalized from a right from a good place for women. But man, it's like I'm gonna just tell all you goddamn women what I feel, cause feel, feel, feel. I'm gonna feel with the women. I think women feel that they're smarter than men. And they feel that they they can navigate through life without a man. Oh, and, I see what you're saying. And better than a man. Like, I'd be like, damn, y'all think y'all smarter than us? Y'all think I can build a life better without us? Well, that's not very logical. You know what I'm saying? When women yeah. think like that, that's not coming from a logical place. Right, I see what you're saying. Because there's a need for, for both parties. You know what I'm saying? Like, I live, I live alone, right? But logically, it will be beneficial to have some regular cut. Regular what? Some regular cut. Getting, uh, some, getting some ass <laughs> on the regular. <laughs> I think that's, that's very logical for me. So I'm not going to sit here and say <laughs> that oh, I don't need a woman, but you hear women say this shit all the time. I don't need a man. They don't need a man. Until they're 50. Yeah, they're 50 they got a dog. Or cats. Or cats. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? This shit crazy. So I just be like, so it's like, I'll be hearing women say that. The thing that makes me mad, and I let her, and, and, and I'm going to go, I'm going to get off after this. The shit that make me mad. I approach the young lady, right? Yeah. Very attractive. I asked her. Right. So, wh why are you single? Why are you single, right, yeah. Oh, I choose to be. I say, you know what? Yeah. That's that bullshit. Right. How the hell you choose to be? How, how can you choose something unnatural? I agree. How, like, you never hear men say that shit. Very rarely, if ever. I'm it's like, how it, can it, you God choose? God didn't intend for us to be alone. Exactly. I, I, I don't believe The universe. That. Even if you don't believe in God. Right. I, the universe does not operate right, yeah, exactly. without the feminine and the masculine. It's impossible. Even plants are feminine and masculine. It, it's impossible to survive without each other. There's no... Oh, I, I, was, I was supposed to be alone. Were you? Oh, I choose to be alone. Did you? Or just circumstances that happened? I don't think anybody wakes up at 30, 40, 50, 60 years old and say, Oh, I choose to be alone with no kids no family, and just a cat or a dog, or maybe multiple cats and a dog. I don't think that's ideal. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I feel like we were intended to procreate. That, that's like the natural order of things. Like, literally procreate. So, be, oh, I don't want to have kids. Well, your body was designed to have, to have kids, and our body was designed to have each other. So to sit up there and say, I desire to be by myself is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. But who, who says this shit more than anybody? Women. Like, when you're on your, women say that. Think about what you're saying, whether man or female. And, and again, most a lot of women are, are trying to go that path where they say that. When you're on your dying bed in the fucking hospital, I'm pretty certain you would like to have somebody surrounding you. There's no way uh, yes. you're going to tell me, oh, I don't mind dying alone. Fuck you talking about? Man? I'll be honest, Joe. If I'm like a 70, 80-year-old man, I want some 20, 30, 40, 50 year old. 20, all right, nigga, you about yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. I want some 20, <laughs> 30, 40, 50 right. year old women with subtle breasts. All right, see. You know what I'm saying? When you're 70 years before, old, nigga, before you I pass. Hold on. Fuck you're 70 that. years old, you can't even see the shit. 
fuck you I'm saying, about? as long as I don't go blind, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you, I'm just saying, as a man, I will <laughs> never in my goddamn life subject myself without having the divine feminine. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was intended for, I think it's, God it's intended. intended for us to be with the opposite sex for how, it's, it makes no sense for people, men and women, but particularly women, because, you know, I don't need a man, all that. You can't, you may not need a man, but I ask women all the time, okay, you don't need a man, right? No, but do you want a man? And most of the time, they'd be like, they have to think about, like you said, they have to think about, do you want a man? Oh, it depends. Do you want a man? What the fuck you talking about? Oh, no, I don't you want a man. man. No, you don't want a man. So you don't need a man, you don't want a man. Okay. But it has to be a fine balance. But, but you, do, do you want to have kids? Yeah, so then what the fuck, the fuck you, are you talking about? You don't want to, like. But, like, oh my before, goodness, we this, before we wrap yeah, this yeah. up, after this show, because I'm about to fall out. Like, there has to be a fine balance. Exactly. And I'm being, it doesn't happen a lot, but if it happened. I, just, I mean, you could get married in your 40s, 50s, 60s. I mean, no, I mean yeah, there's no age and, and, live a, and live a good life. Yeah, I'm just saying. As long as how long it lasts. As long as you're... I don't always like to use the word happy. I think that's a very subjective word because you can be happy today and sad tomorrow. You can be angry the next day. And doesn't mean life, life bad. Is, life doesn't is, mean life bad. Right, life is full of emotions, right? Happy, sad, angry, all that shit. But I do feel like you do have to understand that you have to arrive at a point of peace, Right. Peace is probably the most underrated word that we, we, we use in a dictionary. Whether, when your relationships, fuck that happy shit. Do you find peace in your relationship is the question. Yeah. Period. Period. Do you find peace in your relationship? If the answer is no, then... You need to get out of this shit. Right. But if the answer is yes, then you can move Stay forward and shit. understand that within that peace, you will, there, you will find... There'll, there'll be ups and downs and everywhere in between. Whether you be happy, mad, I hate this nigga today. I love him tomorrow. <laughs> it's always like that, right? But if, that's love. But in general, can you tolerate that person? Are you at peace with your decision to be with that person? Does this person compliment you in the right way? Do they calm you down when you're mad, sad, angry, and all that bullshit? It's not about happiness. I always say that, like, that happiness shit is fucking overrated because... What happens when, and this is the problem with relationships in terms of divorce rates, right? Because we know that over 85% of divorce filings are filed by women because they're emotional. Tomorrow, like today, you're mad or happy. Tomorrow, you're mad, you're upset. So if he can't please you in the way that you want him to or you fucking can't stand him, you're going to divorce the nigga? You know what I'm saying? Nigga, you, you interrupted my, my, my flow, nigga. What's wrong with you? I didn't even do that, actually. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But everybody, um, I messed up his flow. I didn't mean to do that because my man was on fire. You know what I'm saying? But are we about to watch these highlights? Oh, what is this? Who is this? Aaron Pryor and Alexis Oguel. And yo, God you, bless you everybody. Love, you, you love Aaron Pryor, bro. I love Aaron Pryor. Yo, <laughs> man, uh, big shout out to, uh, you know what I'm saying, Scrap. You know what I'm saying? On YouTube. Definitely got to link up with that brother in New York, dude. <laughs> and uh, God bless everybody, man. Peace.
Yo, thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Time to Weigh In podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. We hope you laughed. We hope you were informed and educated. We want to make sure that you continue to follow us on all social media platforms. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Time to Weigh In. Thank you once again for listening to the Time to Weigh In podcast. We out.